0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Clit Show for your Clit Fix in between episodes. Pussy, pussy. It's gonna be a good one today. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone
1: on the gender
0: rainbow. Bring your pussies to the show. Welcome to Clit Talk, the pleasure positive podcast where badass women discuss everything from orgasms to gender harmony to the health benefits of masturbation, the sex that you wish you got. And then some
2: Okay. Hi Clitorati. So a few weeks back we did uh, a a where you guys sent us in questions and we answered off the cuff. So we have another one. This is from BT. Hi. Absolutely love the show. I know I missed the QA, but I'm having such a problem and I think you could really help. I didn't catch the name of the woman who is the married bisexual, but I like I liked And appeal to her. That's sugar, by the way. Um, I am a very sex-positive 35-year-old female. I've had a fairly wild and fulfilling sex life since I was 25. I'm with a partner now for two and a half years. We are in love and going to get married. As time has gone on, he has expressed his kink is group sex and wants a threesome more than anything. I'm bisexual, and I am usually down for anything. But for some reason with him, all in caps, I have this huge mental block about it. I've been a pretty pathologically jealous person my whole life. I can relate. But I keep it inside because exposing my insecurities is so unattractive to my partner and not constructive. Very true. I want to give him what he wants. I want I want to want it too. But when I think about it, Or when he mentions it, which is all the time, I feel sick to my stomach. Just because I'm bisexual doesn't make the jealousy go away. I trust him and I know he loves me, but deep down, I'm convinced I'm not good enough and he doesn't desire me enough. And I don't know if it's because I'm getting older and I'm not as hot or that I'm just so afraid to risk the most important thing in my life. But I'm in a position now where if I don't do it, I'm going to lose him anyway because he signed up for this wild sexually fun girl and I'm just not her anymore. Mm. Help. Thanks so much. BT.
3: Hmm. BT. Thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing that. Um, I love long questions like this. And I just want to say, I think many of us, we have several bisexuals in the room in relationships who have all experienced at least one of the things that you shared. So I think you're really held right now and we all can really speak to um, this and support you in answering this.
1: Girl, this is a tough one. So, let's get into it. It sounds like you're dealing with something that's incredibly high stakes for you and before you were in a situation where you had someone that was your everything, this kind of thing seemed super fun and now it doesn't. Uh, I recently was in a situation um, where I got serious with a guy that I'd been seeing for a long time, but we hadn't been committed. And then when we got serious, he suddenly didn't want me to be any longer with the person, with the woman that I was seeing because um, she was in a relationship. So he's like, I don't feel really comfortable with you going off and having dates with some Woman, when I'm not there, and I definitely don't want to be in a room with another dude, so that's not going to work. And so, but it's okay if you just have sex with, you know, a woman that I can be involved with, and we can have threesomes. I'm totally fine with that if you want to express your bisexuality that way. And it was really hard for me because I just thought, look, I don't. Want to have my first kiss with someone while someone else is watching. I want to be able to establish intimacy and a whole juicy loving thing on my own. I'm not trying to I'm not into being watched. I like intimacy a lot. And also, it's hard enough to find one person that you want to have sex with where you're like, wow, yes, much less two people. There is, though, I want to give you a ray of hope, girl. There is such a thing as a woman who you find attractive who is also completely non-threatening to you. And that's who you're looking for. In my personal opinion, I mean, everyone's going to have their own thoughts on this one for you. But my thought is keep your eyes and your mind open to that woman who is not threatening to you. She's not looking to get in a relationship with your man. She's all about you. And she thinks you're hot. She wants to get down with you. She'll entertain the guy. (laughs) She'll entertain your man. And she'll make it fun for him. But it's not going to be about him. It's going to be about you. And really, there's an opportunity for you to communicate with your man and say, here are my ground rules. Here is what I need. I need to be the center of attention. Are you open to worshiping me while this is all going on? This is what I'm cool with. This is what I'm not cool with. And see if he'll play with you like that. See if he'll be so excited that this opening is happening, that he's willing to really work with you in this partnership. And, you know, this is the kind of thing that really tests what a relationship holds, what part, what kind of partnership is possible for you all into your future. So it's actually really awesome opportunity to experiment with each other on creating the life of your dreams together. That's, those are my thoughts for you. I'm going to pass it. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I can. There's a lot of what you said, Eve, that triggers some things for me. I am in the process of dismantling. You know, I had had bisexual experiences before I was with my current partner, who I'm in love with. And it wasn't a big deal. And my fantasy was always to be the guest star, you know, (laughs) the one entering in the situation, because that's way easier. There's, you know, and there was this really, this thing where I was like, okay, well, once you find the person you love, you don't share them. That's not what a, I don't know, for me, it was like, that's not what a good woman does. It's not what like a blah, 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 like all this stuff, you know, that's not what a proper woman or someone who's, or oper- yeah, or a wife, yeah, does, you know, that's, you don't do that. Like, that stuff you do in your early 20s. So I can really relate to, you really love this man, and it's really confronting to share the person you love. And there might be some dismantling of what society tells you, how inappropriate and wrong that is. And really only you're the one that can decide if it's right or wrong for you. And, um, and really taking a look at like dismantling what society says and actually spending time with yourself and really like in being embodied and choosing like, hey, is this something I feel I can try? I can tell you from my personal experience, having done it now, I thought it was going to be really, really difficult to see my partner with another person. And I had a lot of fear about it. And when it actually happened, my personal experience was, oh, that was it. It wasn't that big of a deal because the fear can a lot of times be way bigger in your mind than the reality of it. And I'll think a lot of common fears are, they're going to steal him or he's going to fall in love with her or what if she's prettier than me? What if he has, what if he's having more fun with her than he's ever had with me? And what's interesting is when you're in the situation, sometimes those things do come up. And I really think I like what Eve said. You ha- I think it's really important for the woman to find a woman that they trust Um my experience a lot of the times is the woman kind of whispers in my ear I'm way more into you but he can hang out with us if he wants to
2: (laughs) and I'm like perfect (laughs) (laughs) you can
0: play with us (laughs) so maybe finding a woman like that where exactly like she's into you I'm telling you your guy is just going to be happy to be there you're being so generous with him to even consider this is very highly evolved very enlightened very generous of you so don't you forget that don't Let him make you feel like you're not being really open and amazing. And just because you were someone in the past doesn't mean that you have to be that person now. And so I think really taking some time for yourself and choosing first what feels good for you, what I can try. And maybe you need to do it in layers. Maybe the first time you just see him kiss someone else and then you take some time and you see how you feel about that. Then, you know, it goes a little further. You can do it in increments as you digest this because he's somebody you really love as well. So those are some of my thoughts.
1: Love that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Hey, Clitorati. Can you never seem to find enough time for yourself? When you hear the words self-pleasure, are you like, what the f-? fuck does that even mean we have some exciting news for you may is international masturbation month and we've decided to do something about the putting everyone and everything before yourself epidemic plaguing our country join our entire cast
0: and all your friends for our very first ever 12 days of masturbation challenge where you will receive daily inspiration from our cast and some of our most fabulous past guests plus tons of other surprise goodies sign up right now at click talkshow.com and have a radical shift in your self-pleasure this episode of clit talk is sponsored by
2: the york manor
0: if you're recently engaged and searching for the perfect wedding venue or just looking to host a fabulous event be sure to check out the york manor a gorgeous event space in the trendy neighborhood of highland park los angeles the york manor M-A-N-O-R.com, and tell them clit talk spent you.
3: And I'll just take a moment and have you check in with yourself and for everybody else listening to do that as well because you said that you guys got together a couple of years ago and uh, he signed up to be with this wild woman and you're now a couple of years later, here we are, you're not that woman anymore. So I want to know what happened a couple of years ago. What shifted or, or what happened? Because um, if you're if you're saying that you resonate with me, <laughs> sugar, the bisexual married woman you fucking wild girl okay
1: <laughs> and it's
3: just uh it's it's stuck under something under some obstacle some something's um blocking your expression and it feels like you're not that person anymore um But Because you said you connected with me, I'm sorry, but that's just not true. You're a wild woman. Um, So I'm interested. Why don't you maybe check in with yourself after this episode and just consider what could have happened a couple of years ago? Did someone say something to you? Was there an event? was it was it something that he said to you um was it something a family member said to you in like past mint that was like your subconscious downloaded as like a judgment and you're like okay and there's you don't even know that it happened just take a moment and like sit with it um meditate on it uh i want to add a couple of things here to the equation around uh you know a threesome and group sex so my suggestion, all of us here have gone to a, a sex party or play party together once or twice or individually. We've gone to our own several times. And something that's really cool about going to a play party or sex party with your partner is it's you're doing it together. You guys are partners in crime and you get dressed up together and you prepare for this together and you talk about, you know, what you want to create for the night. In your case, it may be, you know, bringing a woman into the situation, um, And, you know, you get clear on, on what, what works for you both. And by going to a play party, I mean, these are the safest parties you can go to. I mean, no one's going to slap your ass. No one's going to steal your man. Like it's a very respectful environment. Um, and there's a context of sex. So, uh, you're, you're, you, you can feel safe that everyone there just wants themselves and their partners to be safe, to be respected. Um, but in that space, you're like kind of at a candy store you're walking around, you're seeing, you're seeing what you like, you're talking to people, you're meeting people. This could be a really great way to just even start the conversation. You may do nothing that night. You guys may find the perfect woman. You may realize, holy shit, fuck threesomes. I like group sex because that's what I realized. And to each his own. But I invite you to, depending on where you live, look up um, any local play parties or sex parties, or you can reach out to us and we can support you in finding one in your local area.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I also just want to say for your, your man, you know, some thoughts for him. Um, I hope you all get to listen to this together. So some thoughts for him are, you know, when we desire something with our partner, if we put too much pressure on it, it can make the person retreat way more than they would have if you would just express the desire and let it breathe and then maybe give it some time and then express it again and say, oh, well, would you be willing to explore here or take an action here? If it is really as constant as you're saying it is that he's constantly bringing it up, he's actually probably pushing what he wants further away rather than attracting it in and so i just want to say that um for your man maybe just to to give her some space and some breath and maybe also get curious what what would be great for her and then look for those opportunities that would be safe and feel good for her and by really supporting her you may find yourself getting exactly what you want and instead of really forcing an outcome you might just find that you're living your ultimate fantasy out you know with with ease
0: that's a really good great point eve is the communication aspect of this is so so important and there's there's one exercise that i love where you can kind of share the experience of of how things are for you And ask him how that sort of lands for him. Um, And there's a ton of great exercises in a really great book that I read that made a huge difference with me called The Ethical Slut. There's a lot of great just communication exercises in there and stories and um, different ways that they create this scenario. You know, they talk about edges, you know, that was an edge for me tonight. That's as far as I'm willing to go. And really creating an environment of respect with your partner. If he's pushing you, like really pushing you to do something you don't want to do, that's something to take a look at.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm wondering, Sugar, I feel you have so much experience in this because, you know, you have this husband that's from a more, con- much more conservative background and a much more kind of conservative mindset when it comes to, to sex and that you've had desires and you've kind of been a driving force in your relationship mm. to explore all these different worlds. Mm. Some things in which he's been like, do I want to do this? So could could yeah. you speak uh, to yeah. what's been successful for yeah. you or what's been mm. a fail for you as
3: far as pressure or not? Mm. Yeah, that just melted my heart. <laughs> Thanks, Eve. So yeah, I'm going to pat myself on the pussy and say that I have been a partner that has created a lot of space for my husband. Um, and... You know, I will say that, uh, and I joke around about it with Eve, um, uh, Eve a lot, but we say, you know, our listening is magic. We're like, let's just listen for it, and it's going to happen um, in our sexual fantasies. And it does every time. There's so much more power in terms of manifesting what you want when you actually sit back and you act, you listen for it. You, you literally imagine in your mind, oh, this is what I want. So, for your husband, right? Like, oh, this is what I want. I want this uh, threesome. And, you know, he'll detail it out. And then he'll literally just sometimes in his mind go back to that memory and listen to that memory replay. You know, and that's like listening for something and you're holding it there. So, that's been what I've really done is um, in terms of getting what I want. And I have. I'm so happy to say that um, I started this journey about a year ago. And a year later, like, I have everything I want to date in terms of what I have experienced, what I'm currently experiencing, and then in terms of creating what's next for me to experience. Um, And, like, how did I do that? Like, how did I actually get what I want? You know, that's a phenomena for me because it's like I don't ever – I'm not allowed to get what I want. So, like, how did I do it in this arena? And I think it's because this arena is just really – powered by the pussy, which is our, you know, our sacral chakra. It is our, our central point of manifestation, you know? And so when we say when our, when our, when our pussies turned off, when our sacral chakra is out of balance, our ability to manifest and create the life we want around us is limited, you know, because our creation is cut off. So by being in this, um, you know, really inquisitive uh, conversation around, my pussy, you know, and raising my my pussy IQ and um being in a sisterhood of of women who are like-minded, you know, the women that drive this podcast. I've been able to manifest things faster than I can could ever imagine because my focus has been on removing that shame from my, you know, from my from my sexuality and my sensuality coming out. All right, everyone, I'm gay. Hi. Um, you know, taking actions, putting myself in literal experiences so that a transformation has to happen, whether there's an epic fail or a fuck yes moment. So what I have done with my partner is I have along the entire way I have shared with him, you know, from day one of this podcast, why I'm doing this podcast, why I'm caring about exploring my sexuality, um, opening up conversations around, you know, he asked, am I still bisexual? Like, as if, like, it's something you put under the rug. I'm married now, so I'm not bisexual anymore.
1: Classic. Right. (laughs) You you still want that pussy? (laughs) I've been there so many times. Wait, you're still bisexual?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it was a phase or something. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, And so from that to just, and as I got on this journey, I mean, the desires come up faster and faster I found like the second you're in um you know uh the second we had our first threesome with a woman that I'm madly in love with will always be in love with and, and we had that time with her it wasn't the right fit for her with my husband but what ended up coming out of that is that we were gonna she wanted to just date me and I was like oh my god is that allowed and I actually talked to my husband and it was almost like his idea he was like you know I think you you guys should date like go have fun. My husband is from Spokane, Washington. Okay, he's he's, he's Catholic. I think he grew up Catholic. <laughs> you can't even she pronounce it. She can't even it. say it. No. She's no. like Catholic. Catholic. <laughs> I know. And 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 <laughs>
0: nothing, nothing wrong with, Not being, that Catholic. There's anything wrong with no, being Catholic. No, no, no. Yeah.
3: No, there's nothing wrong with being Catholic. So, I mean, just like this this monogamous conventional, conventional man has been on this journey with me. And just, I would say he's just come along the ride of the pussy power journey. You know, it's not like he, I didn't force anything, but my the beauty of being fully expressed was inspiring to him. Like, how could he not want to like get under that pussy and empower me to go go take it elsewhere? So with and with every experience, though, I mean, I've had you know, the threesome with him to having my own girlfriend to going to sex parties and play parties with him Um, and all those sex parties and play parties. I mean, sometimes we had conflicts and it was because I wanted something that he didn't want, but I never forced him to do something ever. I just said, okay, like you said, Lindsay, the edge, like I could see his edges without him even having to go to a place where it was past the point of redemption. That was a squeak. I really am becoming a kitty, you guys. Uh, That's the other thing. Uh, We spoke about this earlier. So, kitty meaning, um, I just went to a play party and realized, like, oh my god, I love kitty play. Like, I love like meow and like little like kitty scratches with your fingers and like (sighs) and these sounds and fur's and no, no, really, yeah, it's a real thing. We're not judging. We're not judging. And you're like interested. It's kind of your husband into this. So here's the cool thing. Here's where we're at now. I, he saw, okay, so this is how in tune we are, okay? This is a year into the journey. He saw my excitement. He saw my eyes light up when I saw this couple next to us getting into some kitty pie. And he was, he said to me. Was it
2: real pie? Did you say kitty pie? Kitty play. play.
3: Sorry, kitty play. (laughs) What is kitty pie? Like, was there
2: food there? I'm pregnant.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I have some little niblets in the kitchen for you, It's cookie season. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love you! <laughs> I love the show. I love these pussies. Uh, yeah, so he he told me he's like, it was so cute. You you had this sparkle in your eye, and you perked up like like a little girl who like just saw something she wanted, like the Barbie she wanted, and. He's like, it just was so cute. He's like, I kind of thought the whole thing was a little abstract, right? Like people, like adults pretending they're kittens, like purring in each other's ears. And I'm getting so much pleasure from watching this and like being a little bit kitty played with. And, and, you know, a week later, we actually had a, a gathering at our house this weekend and, um, the, the gentleman that I was, uh, showed me this kitty play stuff hit. <laughs> my husband just let me cuddle with him he's like you know he and you can have this little kitty play relationship you guys can be like each other's kittens and it's totally cool now I didn't ask my husband fucking anything I didn't make him do anything I didn't ask him to do anything we're at the point now where I always am just listening for this is what I want Ooh, this is what I want oh this is what I want and then sharing that love and excitement for what I want with him and if he's inspired, moved, and touched by that, it's just going to happen organically.
0: What, what I think is so
3: great about your story, Sugar, is you really highlight the point
0: that not one partner's desires overshadow the others. That there's really a balance and a space for both partners to have the freedom to explore what excites them. So just as he's being very vocal with you about what excites him, I want to make sure that you're taking this space for yourself. Maybe there's something that excites you that you haven't explored and really be a demand for that in your relationship. Like I was just at a play party and we did an intention circle and this girl said, I brought five dildos if anybody wants to be fucked with a dildo. That's nothing I had would have ever considered. But when she said it, I was ooh. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Yeah. So I think a wow, lot. Line- wait! Wait! Wait!
1: <laughs> Did you do
0: it? No. Okay. Just had to check. I ran out of time. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) She would have done it. There were were
0: so many things I wanted to do that
1: night. (laughs) (laughs) Another tip at a sex party. Get your priorities together (laughs) and do your top three things you want to do. Yes, exactly.
0: (laughs) Yes, but, but really I think it's important that there is a balance in a relationship and not letting one partner's desires overshadow the others. Make sure that you're communicating things you want to try as well. And if that is, I want to make sure that we, like, maybe what it is for you is like blossoming your love with him. And fine, we can do threesomes, but you got to buy me a gift and take me on a really hot vacation or like a really nice date or whatever makes you feel loved or desired or whatever your fantasy is. doesn't even have to be sexual. So that both partners are getting nurtured in what they want and desire. Um And the other thing that I I forgot to put in is, you know, love, intimacy, and sex are not always the same thing. So just because he wants to have sex or just be any for anyone out there, just because your partner desires to have sex with another person does not mean that they're looking for love. Maybe they are. Maybe they are looking for a polyamorous relationship, but they're not always interchangeable. And in my experience, I find men, a lot of times, it's really easy for them to separate it. Sometimes sex is just sex to them, and they just want to experience that. And then they want to take you home after the sex party and make love to you. So that might help with some of the jealousy aspect. That was something I came to is that, oh, he's not looking for intimacy or love at this point. Maybe at some point we are. But at this point, he just wants to explore and, and play with people because that's what's fun for him. I like a little bit more of a connection, so that's what's fun to me. So it's finding the balance of how we can both have that.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm not bisexual, um, and I'm in a monogamous relationship, <clears throat> but I am married. And one thing that I can say— from just being on this show. I mean, we've really hit it all in the head, but communication is important in anything that you're looking to create in your marriage. And the really amazing thing is that you get to do it together and you get to create it the way that you want to, whether it's a new sexual partner or a baby or a vacation or a new job. Like this is just training for all of those things and you can at least can create whatever you want. And it's a really beautiful thing and it shouldn't just be what the one person Person wants. It's like what you create together and your life together because that's what really creates longevity. And a rule in our house is everyone gets what they want. Every We find a way that everyone gets what they want all the time.
1: That's a good rule. good rule. Yeah. And so with that, we we send you off BT to discover what what it's going to take to create a situation where Everybody wins.
0: All right, Clitorati, thank you so much for listening to this very, very special episode of Clit Talk. As always, if this inspired you in any way, please share it with your friends. We'd love for you to share how the show made um, a difference for you. Send us a message on our Instagram, at Clit Talk Show. And as always, please subscribe, share the show with your friends. We love you, and we will see you next Tuesday. Did you just love this episode of Clit Talk? Well, shit, then you better head on over to iTunes and subscribe, but only if you want amazing orgasms. Also, while you're over there, please rate us and leave a review. But again, only if we're open to incredible sex and amazing relationships and world peace
1: and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, it's very much appreciated and thank you.